This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers, they're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to an excerpt of the Stacky Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Saul Seahy. Jamie Wise, our social media contributor for the Stacky Benjamin Show, came down to talk about what the Buzz Index is looking at currently. And man, an interesting continuing story and some new news from social media land. And for our second headline today, we go to our special Buzz correspondent, where we talk about social media and investing. And Jamie Wise from the Buzz Index joins us again. Jamie, welcome back, dude. Back to school, back to the basement. Great to be back with you. How are you, Joe? I'm fantastic, especially now that you're here to talk about the Buzz. Let's let's start off with something that everybody's been talking about the last week. What's this deal about a $1,000, $1,500 iPhone? Has that changed? I know that Apple's a part of the Buzz Index. Has that changed your sentiment on the Buzz Index? Or is, it, is the wisdom of the crowds changed because that phone's so damned expensive? Yeah, remember, my opinion doesn't matter, right? What we're doing is harvesting insights and sentiment insights around Apple specifically as an investment from all those thousands and really millions since they made that announcement, um, data points of conversation online. What do people think about all this? And this is a neat kind of segue into something we've talked about before, which is really differentiating the brand value of Apple and, and the story about the products versus what people think about that company from an investment perspective, which is what we really listen into. So of course, you get a huge amount of increased conversation across every online platform when Apple releases a new product, especially one that's been redesigned as much right. as the new iPhone 10 has. And when you put a sticker price like that on it, oh my goodness, everyone has an opinion. But what are they saying about it from an investment perspective? And we did find some interesting insights just in the you know 24-hour window around that announcement. And of course, we see volume increase. And really what people are saying from a stock perspective actually differed across several online platforms, notably where, you know, Twitter, which might be very reactionary, everyone was initially excited and positive, but across some more really investment and stock specific chat rooms and communities and forums, the the sentiment was a little more muted. Um, I would say it even declined a little bit. But both of those effects were really short-lived. They both came back by the end of the period and went back to their normal levels. And when I say normal, I'd say what we've observed over the last year, which is a general positive view towards the company, right? I think people expected good things out of Apple. They expected some fancy design features. Maybe the sticker price was a little more than people expected. But of course, from an investment perspective, if you believe people will buy the new iPhone, Apple's already mammoth profitability machine will just get that much more profitable. So we still see Apple as being very favorably viewed by the crowd, by investors all across the world. They like the company. It's valued fairly as a consensus view or cheaply, I should say. 
and people still want to own it. They still want to hold it in their portfolio. Man, that's expensive. Talk about something a lot less expensive and I'm kind of hungry, so it's probably not a good time to bring this up. But this is an area where the wisdom of the crowd also is different than the street. Domino's Pizza. Talk about this one. This was really interesting for us. So when we did the August rebalance of the index, you know, you see what the algorithm spits out as which companies are, are really positively being talked about. And lo and behold, we see Domino's Pizza in the list. And we had never seen that in the list. And, and it's interesting because the stock really has had a huge run over the last couple of years. And I think the average investor was not necessarily as excited about it as the analyst community, but they were getting there and they were getting there slowly. And when the company missed its earnings uh, in August and the stock fell 10%, the reaction was swift. The volume of conversation increased. People really viewed it as a buying opportunity. Now they said, you know, the analysts that were so bullish that are now turning tail and sort of cutting their estimates and maybe falling away from the story the investment community really saw it as a buying opportunity. They think the general growth of dominoes, the valuation is still there, still positive, and this allowed them an entry point. And this is a really interesting thing that we see all the time in our data is that the crowd doesn't always agree with the expert opinion and that's where we can really find some true insights. And so here with Domino's, we had that 10% decline. Since it's been added to the index, the stock has been pretty stable, right? And I, I, for those technical chartists out there, that's a good thing, right? We're, we're seeing stability at the new price. We're building a new base. The crowd remains collective. I think we may get back and actually test some old highs and not the too far off future here. So one to watch, a new one for Buzz, and, and we're actively interested in how it all plays out. That's so interesting. But, but I, I just like talking about the pizza. Let's not talk about performance. Let's just talk about pizza. Yeah, let's go away from the investment perspective know, to the brand right? perspective, right? Sure. Really? Who doesn't love Domino's pizza, right? It's yummy. <laughs> I'm, I'm starving. And Domino's, if you want to sponsor the podcast, just write to me. Uh, do we, let's talk about something else that we've discussed here before. We talked about the theme of biotech, right? Uh, a lot. It seems like you and I have had this discussion but in June and July, we talked about this biotech theme, and now this seems to have come more to a head. I see that in July, you guys added Kite Pharmaceuticals to the mix. Tell me about that. It was another new name for us in July. And you're right. Back in June, we talked about biotech companies generally, and that what we were seeing is after a long period of stability, sentiment, and I guess this is back to the chartist, right, would, would validate this, sentiment started picking up. And we sent out a flash notice to our subscriber base, alerting them to this idea that the stocks are flat over the last year, but sentiment is building. You know, we should expect to see some upward movement in shares of biotech companies. And, and for those of you out there listening that aren't on our flash notice list, make sure you go to stackingbenjamins.com slash buzz and you can sign up for our flash notices there. So we did see it. So in July, Kite Pharmaceuticals, much like Domino, shows up in the index. And it wasn't that much of a surprise given that we were seeing, you know, the sentiment uptick within the sector, but it was a new name and we could identify that people were, you know, really positive around the company's approach to their CAR-T, they call it therapy, but it, it's basically patient-specific analysis in, in creating therapies um, to help fight for cancer. And so the, the community was really buying into their approach. They saw the longer-term value in it. It comes into our index. And lo and behold, it didn't take long for Gilead to validate everyone's opinion and actually buy the company really? in the middle of August in a $12 billion all-cash acquisition. So we had this lovely 68% gain in a month <laughs> and a half on a stock that was just in the index. But 
the more interesting story, and that's wonderful, and we all like to see that. But of course, you know, you shouldn't expect to see that every month within within any investment strategy. But really, to us, the validating point was how we saw this coming in June, right? We saw the the breakout, the sentiment breakout happening. We got a little bit heavier in our biotech allocation. Kite was one of those names, and timing was just right for Gilead. It really, and once again, it wasn't you that saw it. It was the crowd that saw it, and you followed the crowd. Exactly right. We don't make yeah. the decisions here, right? What we're able to do is really appreciate that we know sentiment drives asset prices. We know that sentiment is a premium and a factor that's always been embedded in the returns of stocks since the first day of trading, since the first stock that ever traded out on the street and then into the exchange, there was a collection of people talking about it and the sentiment of those people drove the stock price. We could never before measure that sentiment at the individual stock level because we didn't have a data set to do it. But with the, with the continued adoption of online communities and people being comfortable sharing independently their views across those online communities, we really have that data set now. And we can identify sentiment, not just about the market overall, but really at the individual stocks level. And, and over time, as we see, it can really add some alpha into your portfolio. Another uh, good month for Buzz. In August, I believe you beat uh, the S&P 500 by 1.4. Is that right? That is correct. The streak continues outperforming year to date and um, happy to see it. And hopefully uh, we'll see it continue down the road. Well, thanks again, Jamie, for hanging out. For everybody who wants more on the Buzz Index, it trades under ticker symbol BUZ. And as Jamie said earlier, if you head to stackingbenjamins.com forward slash BUZZ, you can get the flash notices as they come out showing some of the buzz that's out there. So check out the Buzz Index. I should also disclose that I own shares of the Buzz Index myself. It's been great for me. Do your own homework, though, to check and see if it's great for you. Jamie Wise, thanks for hanging out, man. Always great to be here. Thanks, Joe. For more on the Buzz Index, it trades under ticker symbol B-U-Z. Or head to stackybenjamins.com forward slash buzz, B-U-Z-Z. That's stackybenjamins.com forward slash B-U-Z-Z. For more on the Stacky Benjamin Show, well, we're wherever you listen to podcasts every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Hope you can join us in mom's basement for one of our episodes. Until next month, this is Joe Salcihai. Well, stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning because it is Military Appreciation Month that I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law, Eric who is such a giving person. Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family, and is always there when you need them. This Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans. And all branches of the military, veterans, DOD, employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, there are so many resources on the Navy Federal website. Resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life. And Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.